All right, John. So that's my five since we're not doing Dark Knight. Um, yeah. What are your five, dude? Bro, this is not easy. I And I want you to know that um, I am happy that you... And the other reason why I told you, like, fuck the Dark Knight on our list, because everybody's going to do it. It's because uh, it's on mine, too, okay. obviously. <laughs> uh, luckily, you said the 90s Turtles, so I took that one off just so we don't talk to it again. Oh. Uh, um, and because I want to talk about other movies, because there's so many. And sometimes it's like... But we were supposed to see how many we had in common, but yeah. Okay, I got well, to you. Be, but, to be, but to be fair, we have two in common, so there right. Um. God, this is hard. I'm still at, I'm still at like seven, but um, <laughs> just fuck. go from your list, dude. I had a, like fifteen when I started out, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna put these in order of actually one through five, and that's okay. how I figured well, it out. Well, these are these are a hundred percent just ones that I love that I right. get stuff out of. It's not necessarily a technically good one, and I'll tell you. And don't worry, I think I'm gonna raise some eyebrows. People are gonna hate me. <laughs> Um, I'm probably going to go. They're going to be I'm like, you go... talk shit about Captain Marvel and you. <laughs> right. Number. Okay. So I'll go. I'm going to actually start with my. Okay. I'll go five. Cause I don't really know. Cause honestly, for me, all of these rank the exact same number okay. for me, but these are the five and we'll fight about them and it'll be funny. All right. Uh, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go with number five for me. Sure. Batman and Robin. Okay. The the one with George Clooney. Yeah. Fucking, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and everybody. I was like growing up watching Poison the Ivy. Batman. Yo, yeah, Uma Thurman. Oh my god. As Poison Ivy might be one of the sexiest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, she's so hot. Uh I mean, and I like George Clooney. It was like I always tell people it's like the same thing that we have a problem with Spider-Man. We have with Bruce Wayne. Everybody and like Superman, they don't even try to be Clark Kent anymore. Right. Um. So I don't even put those movies away. Like Christopher <laughs> Christopher Reeve did the bumbling Clark, perfect. Like the lovable Clark, and nobody's gonna touch it. Like Brandon Ruth just looked like him, but he never had a chance to even be Clark. Yeah. Um. Same with all these other movies, but like George Clooney was a great Bruce Wayne. He was a fucking terrible Batman. But it's like you know Bale's a great Batman, but he's a shitty Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Or like. Michael Keaton sucked at both. Or not Michael Keaton. Um, fuck it. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. My, Ooh, don't Michael say Keaton. Michael Keaton sucked at both, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. No, Michael Keaton, he's, he was Batman first. I don't necessarily think he was a strong pick, but mm-hmm. I like him. I, it's fine, especially for a for a Tim Burton movie. It totally worked. But um, no, dude, everything about Batman and Robin, the campiness of it, like, the giant icicles, like, swaying, like, big rubber pillars. Yeah. But, like, you know, they had so many gadgets. Like, I wish they hadn't done the bat credit card thing. That was when they jumped the shark. <laughs> but, I mean, they were doing all the gadgets. Like, when he gets freezed by Mr. Freeze and he melts him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they do the they do the thing because, of course, every movie ever in the 90s had to do a, a snowboarding in the air scene. Because, remember, fucking Robin, like, they kicked yeah. down those doors of the pod and then they, like fucking air surf down into the down to the whatever the hell they were going like tommy oliver and power rangers because he's the cool one he had to be on the snowboard it's like why are you on a snowboard in the middle of the sky because <laughs> so he's the cool one damn so so stupid um <laughs> this tommy oliver <laughs> but i also but i also arnold schwarzenegger's mr freeze was fucking great i don't care he was funny 
and campy and shitty in such a spectacular way. It's like, and the suit, the suit was cool. It's right. like it lit up. And I like the fact that they gave him a purpose to steal the diamonds because it powered all his shit. Yeah. Like it wasn't was just like, okay, he's stealing cool. it to steal it. It's, he's stealing yeah. it because he needs it for himself and for his it, wife. For right? his wife. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's fucking, he's got a better backstory than Thanos. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's more relatable. Um, yeah. Cause like him just stealing for the hell of it, like would have made him kind of more of a shitty character. Right. So you're kind of, you're kind of on his side and then they fuck up Bane. But I was like, oh, whatever, he's in here. I'll watch it. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> and they fucking, I mean, at least they did the Venom and shit. Like, that was kind of cool. And, like, the transformation from the wimpy skinny dude yeah. into him was cool. I was like, boom, look. Fucking can't wait for Captain America to, to steal that scene. And they went Down for the uh, the luchador style mask, too. Where, yeah. You know. Cause yeah, he's some, fun. Bane is, he's Mexican, right? A luchador. He's, he's a la- luchador, yeah. baby. He's a legit luchador. Not a the, British guy who's talking in the glass bottle. <laughs> yeah, no fuck shit. I was, don't get me wrong. The fucking the fucking meme of uh, Bane in Dark Knight Rises is fantastic for pop culture, but goddamn, what a disservice to that to that character. <laughs> yeah, where where was the where were the studios on uh, whitewashing there? Huh? Huh? His mask was, was black. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, he wore a brown coat. Um, <laughs> Uh, so I like that movie a lot. Uh, it's not great. A lot of, a lot of one. I mean, they, there's even a scene where they fucking kick their heels together and ice skates come out. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Like that movie was fucking dumb. But I always, the thing with those, uh, Joel Schumacher movies is that like Gotham was always cool. Like that was what I pictured Gotham looking like, like a fucking, like if, if New York city got eaten by spencer's gifts and hot topic like that's <laughs> that's what it felt like <laughs> and i'm like it did it so cool like the the neon paint everywhere was kind of a like when they did that in batman forever that was a little much like, yeah it was a little over but i was fucking young i was like all oh, fucking black light paint's cool <laughs> I, I thought that shit was awesome but you know and that, that was their style for those yeah, uh the last two I movies it. i was i i was into it and like and I, she's not in Batman and Robin, but can I have a shout out for Alicia Silverstone's ass in uh, Batman Forever when she takes on the no, Batgirl? No, she's in Batman Robin. Is she? Yeah, Batman Forever is with the Riddler, dude. She's not in with that one. With the Riddler one. and Two Face. Yeah. yeah, she shows up at the end. No. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm checking this. Because she I, stops. Um, she stops. You gotta get uh, uh, Poison Ivy from killing uh, Robin. Oh yeah, when he kicked her in the face, he kicked her into the pod. Boom. Yeah, you were right. This is your number five. You only remember no. <laughs> Well, because to be fair, I, I kind of mixed all those movies together. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like fucking Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face. Like, what the hell? <laughs> um, God damn. Uh, yeah, and then they and then they actually give a little little um, little backstory to Alfred or like they yeah. give him a story about his cancer and stuff. Which uh, can we give it up to the studio for keeping the same dude for Alfred for all four of those movies? Fucking impressive. Right. That's like, awesome. Kudos to him for actually wanting to show up. Right. Well, he did all those stupid like McDonald's commercials and stuff too. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, ba- but didn't she get introduced in Batman Forever? I guess no, not. she gets introduced at the uh, beginning when um, she shows up. Alfred's sick. Blah blah. Oh yeah. Blah. Oh yeah, and they go on that fucking motorcycle. Yeah. Motorcycle race. See, that's another reason why I like this movie is because Alicia Silverstone in that in that fucking costume, dude. Whew. Before she went all crazy and like, <laughs> it's like. 
shoving stuff in her. I don't know, like natural stuff. I think she's one of those weird people, like the jade egg people. Or something. Ah, um, like Paltrow. Pa- yeah, pa- yeah. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, apparently, she was like a nightmare, like on set. I guess. Really? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> we did not uh, like, work on that movie. We don't like know. With, <laughs> like with uh, craft services, I guess, or something. But oh. dude, she looked great in that suit. And I didn't hate the rubber suits. It was pretty. It was what comic book movies. Could you were. imagine and, though and if at they least did they that? Put them in the suit though. Yeah, but like at least they did it. A lot of show, like the, that's my biggest hang up on the X Men movies. It's like give me the fucking suits. Like they're the suits are iconic. Like I want to see them. Yeah, like I want to see Gambit running around in his fucking pink and black and blue shit. Like let's go. <laughs> give me put him in a cool running leotard. Let's let's fucking fight this out. No, I, I, I know you... I say that and I could be way off base. It'll look like shit because we got that with Olivia Munn and that was a bit off base. <laughs> but. <laughs> But you all, come on, you all want to see Hugh Jackman in the goddamn suit. I just wanted to see it once. They show it to you once at the end of the Wolverine. The Wolverine. But you don't fucking get to see him in it. I just want to see him in it. Hugh Jackman should just wear it for Halloween one year and just show the internet pictures. Just give us what we want. Please, put him on the fappening. (laughs) That's the leaked photo I want on my internet is Hugh Jackman wearing the fucking Wolverine costume. (laughs) For, for Halloween, just in his house. He's just looking at himself in the mirror. He just yeah. wears it around while he's drinking a beer. That <laughs> like, and Ryan Reynolds in his Deadpool costume side by side. Pegging each other. Internet would go <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. Right. They would offer uh, both of those dudes so much money after that to absurd. do a movie. Or it'd even, be absurd. It's it'd crazy. It'd be absurd. Like, oh, God. So it's funny that you mentioned that. Putting uh, Deadpool and Wolverine together. Because the next movie I picked is X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> I, dude, I have watched this movie. Uh, just like, I gotta be in a couple dozens at this point. It has to at least be over a dozen times I've seen this fucking movie. Um, I'll give so you everybody... the first, like, 20, 25 minutes. And then... Uh, eh. Dude, we all, the whole world collectively understands that the Deadpool stuff at the end of the movie was completely mishandled. Yeah. 100%. You cut that out of the movie, dude. This movie is entertaining as shit. And I, I will change your mind. You will go back and watch this and think it's one of the best. I argue it's probably the best, most or at least most entertaining of all the Wolverine movies. Including Logan. I don't give a shit. Because... <laughs> Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Logan's a fucking fantastic movie, and I love it. But it was it was kind of heartbreaking to see Patrick Stewart not necessarily be Xavier anymore and then, like, all the all the sad stuff that happens. But, yeah. you know, that means the movie did a good job. But it was, like... The I whole movie was like, just pure sadness, though. Yeah. There and was I no, just, like, like, high moment in that. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. The movie's good, but it's, like, I don't... It's like watching Pursuit of Happiness. I'm not going to watch that back to back to back and have a good time. Can we like, mention, though, too, in Logan, it proves the only one that can kick Wolverine's ass is Wolverine himself. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I still maintain Magneto should have no problem fucking his world up, but whatever. Yeah. Um, um, and I don't ever like the fact that psychic people can do shit to him because that's like part of comic book lore. Is because he's got the adamantium helmet. And then when you have Days of Future Past, you have Magneto running around in the fucking adamantium helmet. Right. It's like his skull is encased in it. There's no reason why they should be able to fucking read his mind. It pisses me off every time in every movie all the time. <laughs> anyway, that being said, 
X-Men Origin Wolverine is a great fucking comic book movie because it delivered on everything you wanted until the big fuck up at the end. Um, Sabretooth? The Sabretooth is awesome in that. Leave Schreiber is awesome. Yeah, he doesn't look like the character, but they... Who I mean, cares he's with much, that? He's a much better actor. He's awesome. And, like, he's, like menacing for having like a shitty like his power is really shitty like mm-hmm. you even kind of make the joke like i think they're in the bar when like wolverine sees him starting to retract his claws uh see saber tooth like or not retract but uh stick out his fingernails i'm like oh great he looks like a 90 year old grandma who just didn't clip his <laughs> fingernails like whatever like what a bitch because then you have wolverine shoot these like fucking swords out of his you know, fucking Bowie knives out of his hands. And you got grandma, grandma Sabretooth over here. Gonna, gonna cut your eyeball with their pinky nail, her Coke nails. Right. I, um, but because Liev Schreiber is an actually good menacing dude, like I bought him. Yeah. I'm like, I'm cool. And he'll get in there. He'll fuck you up. <laughs> like, um, so that's great. And let me, t- let's talk about the fucking intro, dude. The intro to that movie is probably the best intro to any Going comic book movie ever. War when they go war, through all the, the wars, war. yeah, yeah, that was like the best. Like it's what I wanted the Wolverine to be in um, all the Japan stuff. Like they fucked all that yeah. up, like really bad. Like him running through, and it like helped with Sabretooth's character, like and their relationship. Like they worked with his relationship. This is the most character development this character has seen on on TV. Like you know on your televisions. <laughs> It's like he went through all those wars. You, like it was awesome. And like they're like about to get shot with the firing squad and they both just yell into the camera. I was right. like, it's fucking so cool. This is so cool. And then like, you know, the backstory was kind of interesting. Like with the kids, like the child actors weren't even bad. Like, let me tell you, dude, that's one of my biggest gripes is I fucking hate child actors because <laughs> they are usually not very good. And uh, um, I thought the kids that did that did the scenes in that movie were fucking great. And like, um, Wade Wilson, like Ryan Reynolds is fucking Deadpool. All it did was confirm that you wanted a Deadpool movie. You know what I mean? Like that opening scene when he gets out of the elevator. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Clips the bullet in half. Like people are all like, Oh, you can't really, I don't give a fuck if you can really do it. It's, this is a comic book movie. I'm watching a dude, like, we've broken the law of physics, like, four times in this movie already, and you can't buy that he's that fucking good with a sword? Right. Like, come on, dude. Like, it's fine. And then, like, you know, they're talking more about the adamantium, the meteor, so that's cool. There's a motivation. Striker is actually a cool character in mm-hmm. this one. Um, Gambit was kind of, but, like, at least we got the fight. That was kind of cool. Um, I think Will I Am's probably the weakest part of the movie. Um... Maybe his love interest, but I I enjoyed their love interest. Like, you know, when she died, she, they died in such a campy, lame way, but it's like, kind of felt like Twilight. <laughs> like, that's kind of what it, because, you know, they're running through the woods and shit. And then he's like holding her. He's like, no. It's like, it's like, I don't know. And he's in Canada, like chopping trees and shit. Like, yeah. You know, it's all the stuff I wanted and like all the goobers in his fucking. It's, it's kind of funny, though, that they put him like up in Canada. He's like a woodsman and shit. They do the same shit to Dexter. <laughs> yeah. goddamn, dude, Don't get me started. Don't not get me started on the ending of Dexter. I would fucking light this world on fire because that show is so phenomenal. And then they just shit the bed. Right. Just so spectacularly. Um, But like the Weapon X program is awesome, dude. Like. 
Like, and then Sabretooth is going around killing all of them. Like, it's so cool. Like, I'm just like, at least it's interesting. I don't know how, you know, and the guy's using his powers at the carnival. It's like, dude, it's, it's absolutely what I, what would happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a guy who's down on his luck. You know, it, it was almost like he's a dude who came back from war. Like, it works. Like, he came back from war. He got nothing to do. So now what do I do? It's like, it's the same thing the Punisher has a problem with. It's like, well, if I'm not killing people, what, what, what am I doing? Yeah. You know? And, um. Yeah, I may have read into it that much, but they did it in a campy, shitty movie. And, like, um, his origin when they're giving him the adamantium and then he pops out of the water and, like, it looks fucking awesome. Like, it looks so good. It's what you wanted. That's like that fan service that everybody wanted and they delivered. And it looked good. And then, like, like Agent Zero shoots him in the head and you hear the spark and then you watch his head come back and, like, it was the first time ever it was, like, uh, I've watched him heal like a hundred times, but for some reason in that scene, I'm like, his he turns his head back, his fucking you see the metal on his skull, yeah, the skin comes back and you go, oh shit, you guys are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so cool, and he just fucks all those guys up, and then he jumps through the waterfall. You see naked Hugh Jackman ass, so that movie delivered there too, and um, <laughs> uh. Yeah, that scene when he gets to the the old people's house, that is when the CGI goes off the rails. Right. Like that's when that's when you can tell shit was getting leaked and like the budget was getting sunk in, because like, like just I would have rather he be wearing the practical claws, and like I would see the wires for God's sake. Like, but they have like these like unrendered shitty claws like that weren't even tracked good to his hand, and he's like cutting up the sink and shit, which. I thought was funny. The scene was funny. If the CGI had been better, I think we would have enjoyed that scene more. That CGI was like almost as bad as the fucking uh, Ivan Ooze Zords from the Mighty Morphin Power oh, Rangers dude. movie. Yeah. No, it's it's atrocious, dude. It's absolutely <laughs> atrocious. But then it's like, but, you know, in a good movie, I'm not watching that all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like I don't want to even be thinking about that all the time because it's like then you got the old people who were really nice to him and they fucking spoiler they fucking die dude they give him the motor like and that's how he gets the motorcycle right and he gets he gets the jacket the iconic jacket it's like i like the fact that it's like it's almost as like empty as like when you know han solo gets his name fucking pathetic but at the same time it's like as an audience member i'm always going to remember those two old people that were super nice to him you gave him the jacket and it, yeah and that's where it came from like whenever i look at that jacket now i'm going to think a think of a time in his life where people were really nice to him and this started the trend of like he can't really be with anybody because they'll die like you know what i mean it's like even if they love him or they help him or they're good people he just brings bad things wherever he goes. The, the nice thing about that movie, though, that I I can get on board with is they didn't go through and try and retcon a bunch of shit. Yeah. Like, they just had their story. Yeah. They, they were it, like, it didn't fuck with anything else that we've seen so far. Granted, yeah. Fox is always like, oh, was always all over the place the with fucking sink, X-Men. Throw everything you know. they can. Yeah. They, they didn't give a shit about, you know, their, their, uh, yeah. chronological order of anything yeah. and i feel but i felt like there was just like there was some love put into this movie like mm-hmm. you know somebody liked comic books who was writing it because then it's like and the nice little character touches like when he 
gets on the motorcycle for the first time and it goes chunk and goes lower than normal. He goes, huh? Like, it's like, yeah. Cause he's probably like fucking 50 pounds heavier now. Cause all that metal in his body. Right. It's like, Oh God. And then like the scene where he takes down the, the fucking helicopter is great. Like he uses his claws to do the like 180 spin on the motorcycle. That looked cool. And then, um, God, what else in that movie do I love? Uh, the blob, dude. The blob is great. I never in a million years thought I'd see the blob on on my TV screen. And they didn't practically. They didn't do a fucking CGI Colossus bullshit. They put the guy <laughs> in a fat suit. And the guy's accent, like, he was so dopey. I love the actor who played him because they're, like, in the plane about to drop or whatever, do their mission. And he's like, what? He got a tattoo. And it's, yeah. I be, he's like, I met her last night. He's like, she's a gymnast. And I'm just like, but I love her. And it's like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> this is so great. Like, he's just such a dope. And then, like, they, the boxing ring fight is really corny and lame. But then yeah. it's like some dumb shit happens, like, where, like, you know, they act it really goofy. Like, that's the whole point. Like, the tone of the movie is goofy at that point. And, uh, like, the claws come out of the boxing glove, for Christ's sake. Like, like it's so funny. Will I am sucks. Like, don't get me wrong. This character is fucking dumb. And I'm glad Sabretooth murdered his ass. But <laughs> like, God, it's like, other than that though, all the other actors are solid, dude. They, like Dominic West plays the dude who like can turn on light bulbs and shit. Like one of my little hobbits. Mm-hmm. He's in this. And yeah, that's a good movie, dude. And the soundtrack's pretty decent. I like it. I think, I think go back and watch that movie, dude. You will like it. If you can get past the Deadpool shit, if you... Which you can, honestly, just don't watch the ending. Well, because even I thought the fight at the end is great. If it hadn't been Deadpool, if it had just been some mutant that they put together... They should I have called it Deadpool, you know? They should have just called it something else. They yeah. should have just... He should have been... Because, I mean, it could have been anybody else. It could have been anyone. It could have even just been a monster that they made. I would have been fine with it because then that fight would have been way cooler. Right. Because, like, you know, like them having to go back to back and then they're helping fight each other. Like, it's like what you wanted, but you knew it wasn't going to change their relationship, but they were still going to work together. And there was so much history between them. And because of the war intro, it's like hundreds of years, dude. The thing it's like the oh, yeah. this movie's great. I, I think go back and watch it. And and watch it with the the instinct that you know, yes, all the Deadpool shit at the end is fucking bad. We've we've made jokes to death about it, but enjoy the rest of the setup. The rest of the movie is very fun. Like but, at least but you can always wise, it's good. You can always remember, the other Deadpool kills that Deadpool. So see see it all works out in the spoilers. End. It all worked out in the end. Um, okay. So then, so that's your number uh, that would four. Be my four. Okay, that would be my four. Um, so we're gonna start getting a little more recent. Finally, I'm gonna go Thor. Which original Thor? Thor First Thor. Thor one. Thor, okay. Thor one. I can see that. Um, the only thing I didn't like about that one was his beard. It, it looked they dyed his oh, like Thor's, bleach yeah. bleach blonde beard. Yeah. It was weird. 
Your you know, beard's his weird. weird too. <laughs> and his and his hair was looked weird too. Like it looked off. Yeah. But um. Well, but that's otherwise... before they um. In the first one, they were still doing extensions, and then he grew his hair out because he was sick of sitting around for the extensions. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like, dude, when you look like the character, just fucking grow your hair out, dude. You're yeah. laid. You'll be fine. I, I mean, he's Australian and is beautiful, so I don't think he has a problem in that department. But still, um, I don't know. I like Thor. I I don't think Thor gets enough credit for what it was. Um, it was so fucking different, dude, compared to all the other Marvel movies that came out. Yeah. And it still is, in my opinion. I still find it to be one of the most different out of all of the movies. It has this tone that. I want these movies to have more often. I want them to like when you watch their movie, I want it to feel completely different than when they all come together in Avengers. Like I want a different tone and watching Thor was like watching a Shakespeare play. And that's, I was all about it. Like there was a lot lot of overacting Mm -hmm. and big, big, pretty sets. And the music was really grandiose. And, um, you know, all the characters were larger than life. Like, and it gave like us just, fucking Loki, dude. It gave yeah, us Loki. And, and just every single person in this movie is a fucking great actor. Even Kat Dennings. Like, who the hell saw that coming? Mm-hmm. Like, she plays comedic relief, and she does a good job in this movie. The second movie, they put too much of her in there, and that's how you can tell the difference. <laughs> um, but, like, like, Anthony Hopkins fucking delivers... Anthony Hopkins in this movie, dude. Like, he's so good. Like, when they're in the throne room, or not the throne room, but the sword room in the Bifrost, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, casting out Thor, that scene's incredible. Like, Loki's about to run up and, like, defend Thor, and Anthony Hopkins literally just turns to it and barks at him, pretty much. Just like, hey! And I'm like, fuck, dude, that's so powerful. And then, like, the acting from Loki when he finds out about his his past, about his, uh, where he's born... And, like, Anthony Hopkins, like, Odin has his, like, little heart attack moment. Mm. Like, it was so good. Like, Loki changed on a dime, dude. He's like, tell me. Like, great acting. He's super mad. Feels betrayed. And then all of a sudden he sees Odin hurt and immediately goes back into, like, loving sun mode. Like, it was so good. And it felt real. And then, like, you know, Thor, this movie started Thor on such a different note that everything that's happened up to this point makes it so much more powerful. Right. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, he's just like, he's spouting like old, old timey Shakespearean type dialogue. And now he's like a joking dude. And I, and I'm, and I tell myself it's like, cause it's been years and he's probably spent a fuck ton of time on earth. So that's the persona that he's turned into. You know what I mean? Like he can turn on his like, like grandiose, like Shakespearean stuff when he needs to. But for the most part now, he's kind of been, you know, re- like, he's had an arc. Yeah. And, like, you know, he's an asshole when he comes to Earth. And, like, they did, like, the whole fish out of water thing, which, you know, when he smashes the coffee cup, tell me not everybody. Everybody laughed at that shit. Or when, he got hit by, <laughs> or when they hit him, they run him over with the car twice. It's fucking hysterical. That shit is funny. Natalie Portman, which makes me sad, is probably the worst part of this movie. Um, just because she was just generic love interest number two. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what a waste of Natalie Portman. And they do it to her the entire franchise, so whatever. She's um, only in two do. movies, right? So yeah. One and two. And then, yeah, and then she's like on a TV screen in the third one and talked about it in Ultron. But, uh, but good. I don't need that shit in my movies. I don't care. Um, that's not why I'm there. I'm not there to watch her 
fucking make out with the man that doesn't deserve to make out with hot women all day. Uh, <laughs> um, but he's just really funny. I mean, and obviously the, the, the CGI fight at the end is fucking stupid. Um, it did make me, but it's very passionate uh, too at the same yeah. time. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's rough to watch, but it's all they, There's a lot of emotion in that last scene. Yeah. Right when his brother, you know, dies for what he yeah. thinks is dead. Yeah. And Loki fucking dies every damn movie he's in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but um, no, it was all good. And I liked like them playing with and they had a lot of good like comic book nods like mm-hmm. like I don't know, like Donald Blake and shit like that. Like, you know, good little references. And um, like it's just his character development was really good. And like the acting was really good. And it introduced Hawkeye in a non annoying way. Had a really good Phil Coulson scene. Um the thing with everybody trying to grab the hammer was really funny. Right. Um, God damn. Like it's, it's a good movie and the music's great. And like, talk about the world building, dude. Like I get why the third act looked like shit. Cause you know, they put all the money into Asgard, like the throne rooms and the Bifrost, and like how, like kudos to making the rainbow bridge, not look fucking retarded. <laughs> you know, the yeah. Bifrost is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, you know, whatever for Idris Elba's character, but you know, the sword keeper costume is cool. Like they did a really um, good job with casting for this one because you have yeah. magnificent actors in this. Yeah. And there's no, there's not a bad actor. Some in of it. them, some of them might not get utilized like they should. Yep. Um, especially with Natalie Portman, but it, it has a perfect cast. Yeah. To, and they introduce so much yeah. that it's just like, I mean, you got to remember like they even introduced like Thor's three buddies, you know? Yeah. Who they just fucking murder in Ragnarok. I I still really hate that decision. I I really hate that. But did, I would I I get that they didn't want to overpack fucking yeah. Infinity War, but still. It's like couldn't we have them die trying to protect everybody on the ship? They kill all of them except for um Sif, because Sif, we never yeah. see it because we well because they can't get the actress to fucking come back or something. I don't no, know. it was scheduling conflict for that movie. I imagine. I mean, so they could always use her somewhere else. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that movie's great. I think I think that one gets a lot more hate than it should. I think it's I think it's a really really good one. I I always implore people go back and watch that one because it really makes you appreciate who Thor is now. Because mm-hmm. the Thor you got now, everybody fucking loves. But I'm like. Dude, see where he started. It's such, it's the only character that you can really look at right now and go, he's completely different. Right. Like, Loki was still kind of Loki. Iron Man's always going to be Iron Man. Like, Tony Stark is Tony Stark. You know, Chris Evans is always going to be Captain, you know, Captain America is Captain America. There's no character. I mean, other than Bucky, maybe. There is nobody who has an arc. Bucky really can't count because he's been brainwashed. So yeah, even that it's like, like, it's just, it was like forced character development. Like, but Thor actually has character development. Like he's a completely different character. So it's obviously just by accident of the, the tones of the movie, but I think works to its strength by accident. Like it works so good. Mm. It's, it's awesome. Cause you see the character start to change a little bit in the first Avengers movie. He's being a little more toned down in the, cause they even make, they poke fun at the whole, like, you know, doth wear your drapes, you know, that yeah. shit. Like they even poke fun at it a few times. And, um, but it's fun. It's a good juxtaposition to the rest of the characters. Like these guys talk a little different, a little more medieval. 
So it makes the other conversations really good. Like, that's why Avengers is so good. The first one. It's like different characters all having to deal with each other in different ways. It's awesome. Like, yeah, I 100% go back, see Thor. That's my number. That's my number three. Okay. Because I can watch that anytime. And I cry like a bitch, like all the time when I watch it. It's so good. Um, okay, so number two. It's hard. This is hard. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. Um, God damn it. Uh, I gotta say. <sighs> Spider-Verse. Okay. Spider-Verse is my number two. Um, I could just have rose colored glasses on right now uh, because it's so uh, new. So I'm still maybe riding the high of it. But I mean, I've seen it five times. Right. And I, and I don't see myself stopping anytime soon because I still got commentary to watch. I got um, people do all these YouTube breakdowns that I'm in love with. So I feel like I learn something new every time I watch it. Um, I fucking love this movie, dude. And it's like the music's great. It's yeah. I, we talked, I talked pretty much a whole podcast about that about movie. That. So, so uh, yeah, go, go watch that movie. Also, it's fucking incredible. Can I, I say, I would, Haley yeah. Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy was awesome because I just yeah. watched her in uh, Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yeah. yeah, I was like, dude, that's like per like because I couldn't picture her when I was watching Spider Verse. Yeah. Well, she's a good Bumblebee, voice actress. So awesome. She not only is she just a good voice actress, so you don't even notice it's her, mm-hmm. even though she doesn't really like paint on her voice or anything. Like she just, it's just her talking pretty much. Um, she looks like fucking fifteen or sixteen in Spider yeah. in uh, Bumblebee, though, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, like, it's what weird. the fuck? It's the bangs. Bangs will do that to you, dude. They kind of de-age you. It's weird. Um, uh, but uh, she, I, I mean, she looks good too. I shit, I'd watch a live-action Spider Gwen movie with her. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, she's not a, she's not a great actress, but I mean, she's definitely. I mean, she did a good job in Brie um, she, in Bumblebee. She's Brie with, Larson. She what? She did better than Brie Larson. <laughs> she got more character. <laughs> like, I like her in Pitch Perfect 2. I think she's awesome. Oh, yeah, she was in I, that. Yeah, by the way, I love the the, the first two Pitch Perfect no, movies. No, wait. She was in the third the one. She wasn't in the first two, was she? she? She's in the second one. She uh she got introduced because, okay. uh, remember, uh, what's her face? Peggy from yes. Married About You. Katie Seagal yes. was her mom. Yeah. And her then the name, third one's when. The... Her name is Emily in Pitch Perfect, in case anyone yeah. wonders. Yeah, third, uh, the third one's when it went off the fucking rails and they like ended up in like the USO show so or some shit. I had a screening, a free screening I'm, to go see Pitch Perfect because really? they wanted me to do a review for it. The first one? <laughs> uh, Pitch Perfect 3. 3. Yeah, okay. 3. Um, with, uh, uh, yeah, it, it was it was rough. The only reason <laughs> I liked it was because uh, John Lithgow was in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I loved it because he plays a villain in it. And so trying I'm to like, do that fucking Australian accent, I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> God damn, John Lithgow is incredible, but fucking don't. Uh, why give him the? Australian I I feel though that they always make like Elizabeth Banks look like like shit in those movies though. Right, like tone her down because I'm like she's the hot. She's been my crush since she was on Scrubs, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like. It's insane. Like, that's why I get so sad when she was in the Power Rangers movie. I'm like, she looks hot as hell as Rita Repulsa. But then I find out, like, the reveal about her and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking out of this. Like, I'm good. Um, But, 
Oh yeah, dude, that third movie is just garbage. It's so bad. I like the first two though. I I really do. I love the first one. Yeah. And like the second one's okay. It's a little fan servicey because there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Jordan Peele or not Jordan Peele, uh, Keegan Key mm. in that shit. It's a little much, but I love that scene because they're like doing like a Christmas album with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. I love it. They I, do I probably a lot to... with um, uh, Rebel Wilson in there too. Like in the third one, they do a, a lot more much, with dude. her. They 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 might come or they uh, Melissa McCarthy her ass like she just right. She, her I mean literally her, her name is freaking Fat Amy. Fat dude. Amy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that joke was funny for the first movie. Now can we get away from it? Right. And it's like. She is Especially, not why people come to see this movie. They, she's just not. It, like, me watching her throw herself around like an asshole does not entertain me. I've seen it done, and right. I've seen it done better. Like, now, uh, who directed the... Uh, oh, I don't know who the fuck that is. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so, so... But that's... um. So oh, Spider-Verse was there. number three or two? Number two. Number two. Number two, number two is Spider-Verse. I don't think it's number one just because I don't know how actually appealing it can be. Because if you don't like animation, it's, I mean, right. and if you don't, there's a lot of elements that but come it, together and make it perfect. But at it's, the same it's time. It's your top five, a, dude. It's your top five. Not, yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. These are our top but fives. I people, <laughs> but I want people to know why, why I picked the right. that I pick. Um, it's just kind of like, I, I don't think it's going to be as universally as accepted but i think at the same time it's like looking at my number one it's kind of i could almost do the same argument but uh, okay it does stand on its own by itself which i think gives it a little more power too i kind of feel like i could this would be something that in like five years i would go back and see if it would move up my list mm-hmm. but um as of right now where it stands is kind of how i feel about it um emily dickinson oh. Or uh, or Dickinson, it's a show. I, I believe it's a a short series, a mini series, um, called Dickinson. Dickinson is this bio comedy drama show. Um, I'm not sure what channel it's on, but it has Haley Steinfeld as the main lead as Emily Dickinson. So, and it's a period piece. Okay. Something maybe to check out, maybe the trailer, <laughs> maybe not the God, whole we thing. Got, we got way off that because of Haley, Haley Steinfeld. Thank yeah. You. Anyway. Well, well done. There we go. Um, but yeah, go watch Spider-Verse. It's a fucking great film. It does diversity and all the fan pandering that all these other movies are trying to do, but they actually did it in an artistic, uh, relevant way. So, and it deals, it deals with a multiverse theory, but doesn't yeah. dive into the multiverse theory at the, the same yeah, time. It, it doesn't try to give you a fucking science lesson. Yeah. It just, they, the multiverse thing is literally just for the setup of the story. That is the framework. Right. That is not the, that is not the subject. It is the, it is the setup. So if you, if, it. if you think you you don't want to watch it, cause it's going to be like the, the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles where they had to explain the whole science yeah. behind it. Every no. single time they do it in the movie or TV show. Yep. That's not the case here. They just use yep. it as the backing backing yep. of the story, which is they're awesome. Like, they're like, Hey, here are these dimensions. Here we go. Yeah. Just, just understand. Cause even from the original credit, like the credit roll with the, the statue lady, they they kick it off and they're like, mm. here we go. This is how we're doing it. 
And uh, it's just fucking, it's so well done, dude. It's just, yeah. it's so good. Such a great, great, great movie. Um, so you're okay, on number so then, one. This is my number one. And I think I would argue 10 years ago, <clears throat> X-Men 2 would have been this one. Or eh, it would have either been that one or Spider-Man 2 would have been my number one about 10 years ago. Because those were the two movies where I really feel like people started to take comic book movies seriously. Mm. You know, like... And then they screwed up with Spider-Man 3. (laughs) And they screwed up with X-Men 3, too. So don't worry. Apparently the trilogy is not the answer. Um, But uh, those movies did something that this movie did. And that's why I think it needs to be recognized as my number one. Because it changed the game. And they did it well. Is easily Avengers 1. Okay. The Avengers. Um, I say it because that movie can hold up by itself. It absolutely can. Uh, Infinity War, I don't think can. It's Infinity War is kind of like meme the movie. They make a lot of jokes that if you haven't seen at least 50% of the rest of the movies, you're not going to get nearly as much enjoyment out of. But Avengers is so like enclosed to just a normal story. You know, alien invasion. Easy. Mm-hmm. Impending doom. Um, it's just so simple that it's easy to follow. It stands on its own. Um, and all the acting's great. They introduced Mark Ruffalo as Hulk, which everybody thought was going to be a disaster. That was great. Uh, you start to see some of the Thor stuff take over, uh, like new character development for him. You know, you're getting played out with the Loki stuff at this point, but he delivers such a fucking fantastic performance that nobody cares. Right. Um, The intro to the movie is fantastic. You just come in on the helicopter. The Tesseract shows up. Boom. You know, Uh, great Joss Whedon dialogue is all over this thing. This has Joss Whedon stink all over it. And I love it. Like um, down to killing a character down to like just overindulgent dialogue. Mm -hmm. Like who like he essentially got away with Loki essentially calling black widow a cunt in this movie. (laughs) He calls her a mewling quim, I believe. And it's like, yeah, go look that word up. Google that shit. Right. And, um, I was like, God, it's just the, the dialogue was cheesy, but clever. Like the scene when he comes out of the place in Germany after he takes that dude's eye, Mm -hmm. um, the old guy in the street. It was a little weird. The blocking's really strange. Like go back and watch that. Like he's like looking in a completely different direction. And that was obviously like some kind of artistic choice, but it just always stands out to me. Right. Um, I'm sure it's like some symbol symbology of, (laughs) of, uh, like, you know, going against the grain, not conforming, whatever. Good. Great filmmaking. Uh, I like the, um, the shot they do in there. Um, and it's a quick little shot, but it, mm-hmm. it, to some people, they're like, why the hell did we need that shot? When they they point the camera and they shoot at the mirror of the car and then you see Cap's feet and shit. Um, when they're fighting at the end of the movie mm-hmm. um, uh, and they have the uh, the car mirror is just sitting on the ground. It's I think it's oh, the upside down car or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I like that shot just because it was something different. You you wouldn't see in any other comic book movie. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's cool, when, but it's just know. when they start to actually make a comic book movie, a movie, right. not a, not a, not a fucking cartoon. Um, 
No, but it's just like it's just good dialogue. Like that, like the old man gets up and it's like there are no men like me. There will always be men like you. And I'm like, oh, dude, like, like that's a message that's gonna transcend time. Right. Like you're good. That's gonna hold up. It's a simple story. I think the only thing that is really brutal in this movie, like truly hard to swallow. It's fucking Captain America's costume, dude. Like, the helmet looks so goddamn dumb. <laughs> like, when he wears the rest of the costume, when he takes the hood off, or the helmet off, mm. he looks fine. Like, it still looks kind of campy and weird. Like, it looks like a bad cosplay. But, or I guess a good cosplay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that, that costume's kind of rough. Uh, it's, especially when I really liked how they militarized his his stuff in the other the other movies. Right. Um. This one was just kind of hard to swallow. Um, but, like, all the character interactions are great. Like, the fight in the woods with the three of them, that's great. A uh, lot of good character dialogue. Like, uh, these guys are basically gods. And he goes, uh, you know, there's only one god, ma'am. And he doesn't dress like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's such a good character moment. Like, that's awesome. Um, you know, Hawkeye gets kind of, you know, used. and doesn't really do much. But, I mean, I'd argue that's pretty much the problem with hawkeye all the way up until avengers probably um, endgame endgame is gonna when they should do more with them they might do something cool because like you know they set up that ultron thing with this family because you know his whole family got fucking dusted so yeah that's probably why he went crazy well i think they're doing the ronin thing with him now yeah yeah but uh i like i said i mean all that stuff's great like uh in avengers one it's just so good like and they were still doing the acdc stuff for iron man yeah and, like you know, and like like I said, it, it all holds up. It it all looks good. Like even the CGI doesn't look terrible. I think probably the worst CGI in the movie is probably uh, all the aliens at the end, and maybe some of the Hulk stuff. Like okay, but like but when he's transforming, it for the still first time holds on the plane, up. I mean, yeah, it looks good. And I think because some of the stuff looks kind of campy, like uh, Captain America's suit, that um, it'll hold up endearingly. Right. Like 20 years from now. It's like, oh, yeah, the costume looks kind of dumb. But, I mean, yeah, the CGI looks dumb, too. I mean, think about the time it was made. You know, yeah. that's what people will say. And, like, this movie was so goddamn ambitious. Ambitious, Like, you'd never seen something like this before. And it delivered. It wanted – you wanted it to have – I saw this movie in theaters probably seven times. Like mm – -hmm. This was 2011? No, 2012 is when it came out. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's gotta be my number one just because again, I think it just, it set the bar. Like sometimes not necessarily for the good thing. Cause then every movie wanted to be that movie out of the gate, <coughs> justice league, um, <laughs> you know, but they just delivered dude. They, they had it like they, they capitalized on all the movies they did before they got a decent villain to go through and like all the moments. I mean, think about all the moments that everyone in the world knows, like mm -hmm. the memes and shit. Everybody knows like Loki getting slapped around with Hulk or like when Hulk punches Thor off the screen or like just and and Scarlett Johansson's ass in that catsuit. <laughs> the whole movie <laughs> is amazing. The, the nice oh, thing about the fucking that one... Russian interrogation scene, dude, when they. When they uh, fucking introduce Black Widow for the first time, mm -hmm. and she like you see her style of interrogation is awesome. Right, it's a great scene. Because that's great. the first time you get to see her be like cool. the real Black Widow. I mean, yeah. you get the like one little fight scene in like Iron Man two, and that's about the it. The fucking hallway, yeah, yeah. In the hallway and shit, which was fine or whatever. But 
I mean, whatever, who cares? But then this was just like so clever. Right. It's like he's giving me everything. And like, you know, Phil Coulson's like reactions to everything is great. Uh, I am really sad about the waste of Maria Hill because Kobe Smulders, aside from the fact that she's like fucking incredibly gorgeous. She's still in uh, there, though, man. She shows know, up in the movies and the TV shows. Yep. <laughs> she's still, well, because what else is she doing? Those fucking like made for TV movies? I don't know. God knows what. Um, Keep her relevant, dude. I love her. But like Maria Hill, like I play a lot of the cartoon, uh, the like the comic book games, like mm-hmm. the video, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and I've read a lot of the Civil War comics. She's awesome, dude. Like she's just kind of like a bitch. Like she, like when I see her character in the comics and stuff, I imagined uh, somebody like, um, like a Maria Baccarin, but like might have been too pretty. I was thinking more like um, the chick who played Trinity in. Okay. Uh, and I, I can't remember her name to save my life. Uh, it's Carrie Ann Moss, I think. Is that right? In Matrix? Yeah. She plays in Doctor Strange, though. Doesn't that's Tilda she? Swinton. That's Tilda Swinton. The, who the hell am I thinking who's, of? Who's the, who's the what's-her-face? The, the bald chick? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up because I'm feeling real dumb. Because I'm still, I'm still butthurt about... I knew Supergirl was on CBS, people. I was just very drunk and I forgot. <laughs> I still that haunt. I had to turn that podcast off when I did that. I was like, I haven't been that embarrassed. Carrie Ann Moss. Told you. Fucking give me some. Oh, yeah, because uh, she's in the fucking uh, Marvel TV shows on Netflix. She's the uh, lawyer chick. Yeah, she was, she was the lawyer chick in uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, she's Jerry uh, uh, whatever. Which, which, don't get me wrong, she's fantastic in that show. But like, who's who really gives a shit about that character in that movie or in that show? Um, she would have been a much better B- Maria Hill, I think. But um, Colby Smulders is fine. I, I like it. I think it's they cool. wanted to cast someone a little bit younger, oh, just yeah. to make it last a little longer. You know. I mean, I guess, but I I think it would have worked age wise with her being like the number two to Nick Fury. Right. I don't know. It just would have felt. It, I think it would have felt more natural, and like, I wanted more of the bitchy. Like, bitchy military chick from Maria Hill. Just because everybody else is kind of goofy. You know, like, Phil Coulson's kind of goofy. Like in the He's movies. still badass. Like, yeah, in the, car, in the fucking TV show, he's a fucking He's badass right before he dies, dude. Oh, he shoots him with a gun. He's badass. Jesus. He took on shit. a god. With a gun. With a, with a god-killing <laughs> weapon. It's like saying I robbed a bank. It yeah, is I was not Superman. God killing weapon. It didn't even phase Loki. His ass just got up it and blew, went it away. Blew his ass through, it blew his ass through a wall. What, what movie did you watch? <laughs> he still just got up and left. Yeah. No, but he still fucking put him down. It's like if he would have punched him, it wouldn't have done anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely my number one. Yeah, okay. 100%. Like, uh, I had some honorable mentions. Go ahead. Um, Iron Man 2. I put that up there because I think people really shit on that one. I don't know why. It felt like a pretty natural progression of the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the, people didn't don't like Mickey Rourke in it, but I sure, thought he did a not? good job. I mean, but but who cares? He was fine. He was there to do what he needed to do. Right. Be generic Tony Stark villain. While the whole focus of the movie was supposed to be more Justin Hammer. Yeah, like his competition. And like, I want we to see them that side. I want to see them bring Justin Hammer back, but I don't think they're going to get the same actor they if they do. They're way too far away from that at this point. Stupid. No, they need them, man. They, uh, cause aim, aim brings in, um, or not hit. Oh no. 
I'm think I'm thinking of two different <laughs> companies because uh, I am thinking AIM and he's a hammer. T- okay. Yeah. Shit. Hammer Industries. Um, AIM was in fucking Iron Man three. Yes, that's right. That shit was fucking stupid. Uh, and like that was the other thing. It's like Iron Man two had more iconic imagery. Like when you see people like talking about Iron Man, you see if you're not talking about the scene in the cave from the first movie. Mm. Everything else that usually gets referenced is from Iron Man 2. I don't care what anybody says. It's like uh, Don Cheeto was a great replacement for Rhodey. Um, think about the like the scene when he jumps out of the jumps out of the plane and lands at the the on the stage. The opening the scene. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking great. Um, let's see the 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 Palladium or whatever, like killing him. Like that right. was a cool little side story. I I actually think they even. Well, no, he built the element, dude. That was awesome. Yeah. And then you got the Captain America shield, like, little tie-in thing that they used for a joke, which was great. Um, introduced uh, Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow, who's, like, easily the sexiest she's ever looked on, on film. Uh, when she, like, goes under the tightrope in the boxing ring. Mm. Fucking amazing. Um, dialogue's great. The, scene, the, the scene on the, the track, dude. With the car when Whiplash but, shows up for the first time. Yep. Like, not only is the car chase, the, the car race really cool, it, I think it's the best Iron Man suit up in all the franchise. The briefcase? Like, every, yeah, yeah, it's the coolest one. Like, all the other ones are kind of fucking lame. Like, and like, I don't, I really hate the suit in Avengers Infinity War. I fucking hate it. The nanotech shit? It's all CGI. Like, it doesn't even look good. Like, even when he's in the suit, like, I've seen set pictures of him at least in the chest plate. Mm-hmm. But then they gloss it somehow with the CGI that it just looks fake. It looks terrible. And like, the helmet doesn't look right. Like, it doesn't look like he could fit his head in that thing. And um, it was the same thing that Black Panther suffered from. The suit change just made him look like a pussy. <laughs> like, it, like, the suit just looks so much more beefy and, like, realistic. Like, I felt like it could take a tank shot. And uh, so... But, like, that scene when he suits up, it's like, the suit is awesome. And then he, like, kicks the car out of the way. Like, it was fucking awesome. And it looks different. Like, right. it was silver and silver and red. Like, it looked fucking awesome. I think the the next suit up that I really liked was, um, I think it was in Civil War when he put his finger in, like, that ashtray thing in the armrest. And then the suit went around his body. And then he, like, like leaned back and then it launched him out the back of his plane. Like, that was fucking cool. Like, I don't know why everybody thinks that CGI nonsense in uh, Infinity War was so cool. I mean, it was neat, but it just wasn't as, I don't know, it wasn't going to be iconic to me. Mm-hmm. It's still cool. I think the only reason why it's iconic is just because it's in that movie and the music swells. So I have to believe it's awesome. And that score, dude, for Avengers is just their their hero theme is just incredible. So it's like anytime they play that, they're going to get the applause that they want. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I just I, that movie is just great. Okay, I liked it. I liked it. Um, you said you had another mention or um, couple. I guess I I guess I already did say Spider Man two and X Men two because right. they were the ones that kind of took those movies seriously. Finally, Spider Man two um, is actually a really good movie. I suggest everyone yeah. go back and rewatch it because and you could literally it holds watch up. It. The CG even, even still holds up pretty much. Yeah. Yep, Doc Ock stuff. I mean, it's just oh, yeah. classic Sam Raimi. Like, it's just good Sam Raimi. You don't... He's kind of hit and miss lately, but fuck, dude. That movie, he nailed it. He knew what he was doing. Um, yeah, Dark Knight was on there. Uh, 
And uh, one that you and I both talk about, Losers. I think this is yes. the one that doesn't get a lot of views. People don't really check this one out. It kind of flew under the radar. Yeah. It had, I mean, the casting, it's insane. You have Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who um, people will know as Negan from The Walking Dead, who I actually remember as Danny Duquette from Grey's Anatomy. Fucking shout out. So, guys, this um, um, what John's talking about is Losers from 2010. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it, keep... it was a dark, dark comic book. Yeah, movie, uh, dark horse comic book movie. Was it a dark horse comic? I'm, I'm not sure if it was dark horse or if it was. Um, I mean, I don't uh, know. the one um, image. I was thinking they were actually just DC, but yeah, I could be. Let me see. I could be wrong. God, I'm looking at pictures of Carrie Ann Moss in her Trinity leather like pleather outfit, and I'm just vertigo. I'm trying, I'm trying not to have my boner hit the microphone. Oh no, wait, um, DC. It says DC and on the way, Vertigo, Vertigo Comics. There we go, Vertigo. Yeah, that makes sense. There we go. No, it's like that one really flew under the radar, and it had a great cast, dude. It's like you had Jeffrey D. Morgan, you had Chris Evans, obviously, because apparently he'll do anything. Idris um, Elba. Idris Elba's in there. Uh, I don't remember who played um, the guy. The I can't remember his name, but he was the dude who was in uh, Stomp the Yard, and he was doing all kinds of movies. Like he had a big blow up a couple of years and they put him in the guy who played pooch and then uh, uh oh columbus the... columbus short is the guy's name that you're talking okay. about yeah so and he then was, he, was, he was pretty good in it and i can't remember the the hispanic dude um, uh, the sniper but and then cougar? zoe saldana is in this one too yeah cougar oscar i'm not even gonna try and pronounce his last name <laughs> there you go um uh, and then you had there uh in there <laughs> You had, um, and Zoe Saldana's in yeah, that shit. Yeah. Like the actions kind of shot kind of dumb. Like it, it did suffer from a little bit too much comic book shit going on at the beginning, but then they kind of get rid of it. Right. Uh, they, they kind of ditch it a little later. And then uh, and the, like the, the, the fight scene between Jeffrey D Morgan and Zoe Saldana when the fucking hotel room gets lit on fire might be one of the sexiest things I've ever seen on on film mm-hmm. that's so hot um and the storyline's pretty basic it was pretty you know? good though um but i'd love it so many funny moments like chris evan is fucking hysterical in this thing that's right bitches i got a crossbow <laughs> oh the fucking him singing to journey when he's trying to be the bike messenger shit is hilarious yeah it, it that is a movie that i can tell you right now is just campy garbage but God damn, it's, it's fun. It's a it's good so movie. Fun. It's fun. Um, and like you were saying, it got, you know, it, it didn't get the uh, views that it needed or anything because um, the same fucking year, same fucking time, the A-Team movie came out with Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper. God, what a piece of shit. And, uh, and Jessica Biel, apparently. Um, the only thing good about that movie was the trailer. Like... You knew, though, that one was going to beat them out just because it had Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper. In 2010, they were, you know, really hot. Whereas the Losers had, you know, they had guys that are coming up um, in there. But it also didn't have that name. It didn't have the franchise name on it. Right. It didn't have something we all, like, well, people already knew, the A-Team. But, I mean, fucking Liam Neeson looked like an ass in that movie as Hannibal, dude. He looks so fucking dumb. He looks so dumb. (laughs) Oh, man. no, that, yeah, that movie. Th- go watch that one. It's fun. I I would say that's on level of like almost like, it's a B movie with a budget. Like that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. It's, 
I, I like that one though. That's, but oh man, we got through our we got through our list and we didn't even fight. How do you like that? <laughs> the only guy, like the only guy I'll say though in um, the A team that I wish was in the losers, just because I like the actor, was yeah. uh, Charlto Copley. Copley. He plays. He plays in District Nine. He's the main guy in District Nine. Um, the the fuck that guy. Fuck the fuck. No, he's uh, he's the one that ends up turning in spoilers into the alien at the end. Yeah, the main the main guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I like that actor, and I wish that he was in the Losers instead of the A Team because they're pretty much the same movie. <laughs> same movie. <Yeah. laughs> but guess what, guys? Dude, like the A Team and- is like half an hour longer, so why not just watch well- the Losers? And also, I'd argue this is the last time you actually see Jeffrey Dean Morgan act in a movie. Um, Because pretty much ever since he's done Negan, every single character he's played in a movie after that has just been a Negan knockoff. Yeah. Like, like he does the same cadence and shit. That's why I couldn't watch Rampage. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) oh, fuck. I'm going to watch that movie because I will watch anything (laughs) with The Rock in it. Mm. But um, because I still like. I still like the Jumanji remake. I did not hate it. I actually enjoyed it. Right. Um, now, uh, I, I know you were talking yeah. about um, you were talking about a couple comic book movies that I didn't realize were comic book movies earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to mention a couple of those guys? Because uh, this one almost made my list because this movie's up there with like one of those movies I think everybody should just own and watch just once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um the mask with Jim Carrey. Yes. Apparently that was, I believe a dark horse comic and it was actually like kind of dark. Um, the first one. I'd, yeah. Um, I was like, Oh, this is really cool. Like I didn't know it was a comic book. I just always liked the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the movie's great, dude. CGI still holds up really good. The, uh, a lot the, of the villain is awesome. The villain's perfectly fine. You know, he's good. The do- Milo, the dog, is a great uh, <laughs> great little side thing. Cameron Diaz, but, uh, dude, as a... Uh, easily, easily, I would say the hottest she will ever look in her entire life was in that movie. Uh, the, the, the scene reveal when she's in the red dress and mm-hmm. they, like, uh, tilt up her body while she's standing up is the sexiest thing I've ever seen. It's so incredible. It's so hot. Um... Yeah, and she's just never I, – I don't know. Then she cut her hair and kind of looked like she started smoking 15 packs a day. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. She's still f- perfectly beautiful and awesome, and I'm terrible. But, like, seriously, she looks incredible in this movie. And then, like, the scene in the Coco Bongo when they dance, mm-hmm. I, I probably fapped to that as a child more times than I should admit. Her in that white silver dress or whatever, singing and dancing. Woo, gee, baby, ain't I good to you? I'm like, ugh. And he's, like, doing the, like, old school cartoon wolf stuff with his face. And, like, the scene when he's, like, uh, in the middle of the street with all the cops singing Cuban beat. Mm. Like, fuck, it's, it's iconic, dude. It's amazing. I I fucking, and, oh, my God, that movie's just great. Like it's just shot in so that old style, like Casper. Like, you know, those move those movies had like a look to them in the '90s, and I just was all about it. Um, right. That was a fucking great movie, dude. I love I love that movie. It 
yeah, if, if you haven't seen it, go see it. That was, yeah, that's a great one. Um, that's- I have a couple nods just so people, you know, because when we talk about comic book movies, dude, like with the mask, I didn't realize it was yeah. comic because I didn't read any of those. Exactly. But um, when you, everyone talks about comics, they always swing over to DC or Marvel usually, um, yeah. especially mainstream, like all the mainstream crap. Um, yeah. Now, granted, well, shit, even even Civil War was on my list because I consider that the best MCU yeah. movie almost other than I mean, I'll pr- probably other than Avengers. I think Civil War is the best movie in the franchise. But right. Anyway, I've talked that to death too. But um, yeah, like I mean, people you know you, they know like there's uh, Sin City, it's comic, yep. it's graphic novel, Watchmen. We that was all, a good one. We all know those because they're more mainstream now, especially. Yeah. And then you had Hellboy, which they're doing this uh, yep. remake or sequel. I'm not sure. Dude, that remake um, looks great. The it's actor is awesome. He's the the uh, sheriff from Stranger Things, and so they picked oh, okay. a really good guy that did that one. I haven't watched Stranger Things. I kind of hate myself. <laughs> um, I'll have to get on that. But, like, I want to give two nods out to, one, uh, the movie, uh, 1968's Barbarella, Queen of the Galaxy. Yeah. Is Fuck, based yeah. on the comic, and a lot of people don't realize it because it came out in the 60s. The movie came out not far after the comic did. Yeah. Um, it's just a fun, campy, you know, nowadays especially campy movie. And then uh, the other one is the Adams Family movies, dude. Those were comic books first? They were comic strips before they were movies. Huh. Did not know that. Yeah. I learned something today. Yep. So. I love those movies. Hannah and I went back and watched the first Adams Family like a couple months ago, and it fucking, it's phenomenal, dude. Yeah. It's so great. It's so good. Fucking Christopher Lloyd as Uncle Fester was <laughs> fucking, it was inspired casting. Yeah. No, it's good. Good list. I like your list. Okay. Apparently, I just got. Uh, so apparently, I just got to be a top fan on uh, the HG Wells Facebook page. <laughs> apparently, I'm on. A, yeah, I'm on a bunch of those. That's so weird. That's such a weird thing that they're doing now. That's so weird. Because I barely post on there. I guess because I like a lot of the shit on it. Yeah. Or I share it, but I don't post anything on it. So, uh, so I found on Sci-Fi's website. Sci-Fi Wire, uh, but it's sci-fi.com, S-Y-F-Y, just stupid. I don't know why they changed that. Um, They're top 10 comic book movies, but we're just going to go through the top five real quick. And uh, they're they're not looking that great. (laughs) Um, So number five for them is Thor Ragnarok, which it's a pretty cool movie. I I like it. I can go up there, but again, I just don't think that that movie lends itself to to by itself. I just like I think with that movie, it, that one suffers with a lot of what I think is the problem with Infinity War is that there's so much referential shit that it's like, right? You know, like when they're doing the play about Loki, die. It's like if you haven't seen Thor: The Dark World or know that that happened, that's not funny. Yeah, like um. You can also kind of like it just because the tone's way different, so the movie could essentially kind of hold off by itself. I don't know. It's but it just I don't know. And like yeah. the Hulk shit, like you don't know. And everybody really liked Jeff Goldblum in this. I think they were just kissing his ass a little bit. 
It's because it's funny. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's fine, he's funny, but I honestly believe if any other actor would have came in and did that shit, people would have fucking went crazy. Yeah. Um, the Korg stuff is pretty funny. I like Korg a lot. Mm. Um, I like the tone of the movie. It's great. The CGI is great, except for the arena fight. That's not gonna hold up very soon. And to be fair, the opening's not super strong either. It's a lot of him just fighting CGI shit in right. a CGI room, and the CGI is not that great. I saw it on a 4K TV. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> like, and with the opening scene, are you talking about when he's down in hell fighting the okay, yeah, dickhead yeah, and yeah, he's chained up? And okay, the, and you know, the, I the totally time... forgot about that as the opening. I think the yep. opening is when like hell gets free and shit like that because yeah, they think. they shot that yeah. completely different. And you know it was shot on a fucking green yeah. screen because in the first trailer they dropped for it, they show him, throws hammer, and she breaks it in a fucking yep. alley. And then why? they just switched it up to like And why wherever. in the fuck would you put that in the trailer? Right. Why would you do that? That was like why? one of those like moments I was like, okay. There have only been... There have been two other movies that have done that in such a way that I still retroactively look back and get pissed off. That it's like, why would you do that? It would have been the greatest reveal in a theater ever. I mean, like the reveal for Iron Man three when all the suits show up. I can live with that because then I could I could have been like, okay, somebody controlling the suits, somebody else build the suits. Right. What happened? There's still story element there. It sucks because you would like to see that iconic image happen in front of you. But I got to see it without the trailer, so <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't ruin the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Terminator two. You know that Arnold Schwarzenegger is the good guy. Mm. That is a huge reveal. That is huge. Like, right. get down. Like, that's a whole... Like, they even telegraph it in the movie as a huge reveal. I do not understand why they would do that. And fuck the prequels for what they are or whatever. Like, they're not great. I still took some stuff away from it that I liked. For which one? The All the prequel Star Wars movies. Okay. But God damn it, dude, why the fuck would you ever put Darth Maul igniting the other end of his double-sided lightsaber in the trailer? In the God dot goddamn trailer. Why? That would have I could not tell you how big my kid boner would have been in the theater <laughs> when that would have happened. It would have been incredible. But no, I'm I'll, sitting I'll in the theater. I'll tell you going, why. I'll tell you Here why. Here it comes. Here it comes. Fucking Christ. I'll tell you why. Toys. Because they put the fucking toys out Michael, before the not, movie. You're not, you're not blowing my mind. You know, everybody knows that's why you it's, do it. It's all the toys. That's why they fucking showed the stupid little porgs from the one movie. I still movie. don't care. I know why they did it. So I'm just saying, shut up about... No. <laughs> well, no, because it needs to get changed. Like, why can't they put the toys out after the goddamn movie? Like, right. it's not that hard. Because the toys like, a lot of times ruin the movie, like parts of the exactly. movie. Exactly. It's so goddamn... They did that with... I'm um, sick of advertising. They did that with Infinity War when they put out the uh the stormbreaker yeah before the well, movie to, came out on to even be fair they fucking spoil that in the movie anyway before you see the hammer but he still. needs the, he needs the axe it's like when did we establish that this is a goddamn axe yeah. even the mold doesn't have a shape on it except the fucking bifrost logo like right. god damn it that's still one of the <laughs> things that pisses me off in that movie <laughs> okay Okay, we'll go on go. to sci-fi's number four, and this is going to piss hey, you off. Hey, don't breathe on me. This is why you bring me on. This, don't lie. This is this is this is the John you want right here. All right. Well, I don't want to get into this one. I'm just going to read this one, and then we're going to skip 
down to number three. Okay. <laughs> so this is what? sci-fi's what? number four. Why are we skipping? Just do all five. What are we doing? <laughs> sci-fi's number four is Black Panther. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> is that even sci-fi? Or no, we're doing comic book movie. Comic book movies, yeah. Just comic book uh, movies. Sci-fi's okay. number three. Um, Marvel's the Avengers, the first Avengers. Number three. There's number three on theirs. That's that's a perfectly Um, good number. Number two, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Ooh, it's hard to argue. I don't necessarily care. I don't necessarily care about that movie. Um, I liked it, and I didn't quite get it. It was Mm -hmm. a little too much for me. Um, but goddamn, dude, from everything I've heard from fans who like the comics or whatever, the mangas or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. it is. They fucking like the movie. Like, and I, go, well, I heard that they kudos. did a really good job transferring I mean, I it watched, over, you know? Yeah, it, but it's beautiful. It looks good, dude. It looks so good. I might I might actually see if they put out a 4K version of that because I would love to watch it again just for the visuals. Like, and you also... Chris, Chris, go on. Go on. Chris Evans is fucking great in it. Um, Brandon Ruth. I love that guy. I love fucking Brandon Ruth. Fucking Superman and the Adam. I love him. Play and a vegan. <laughs> How they've only made one Superman joke and it's pissing me off that they're not doing it again. Like they just put uh, Katie Lotz in the Supergirl outfit uh-huh. for promos. How is Brandon Ruth not wearing a Superman costume? They did. Right now? They said, um, oh, they they made a joke. It was one reference and it was in it was in the alien crossover. Yeah, the first goes, crossover. She looks just she looks just like my cousin. Yeah. I go, fuck you, writers. That's incredible. I thought it you was the- fucking awesome. <laughs> Bro, I wanted I wanted to high five my TV when that <laughs> happened. I go, you know, because a lot of times like people just don't give you referential shit that's good. Yeah, like, it's not just shitty. Like it was so good. It was so good. And Brandon Ruth is so fucking adorable. Yeah. I love that guy. No, the fact that he hasn't been in a Superman costume is just it's it's unbelievable. I, but I wouldn't be surprised if he can't legally do it. I would I not know. be surprised. I would. That's not probably be why they kept him out of the crossover. The last crossover, they didn't no, have they any of those DC guys. Out. No, they just kept them all out because the budget. Okay. Budget stuff. But um. And they thought they were going to get canceled too, so yeah. they didn't want to. They didn't want to. Uh, Scott Pilgrim has Captain America, Superman, and Captain Marvel <laughs> all in it. <clears throat> Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She was in a. She was in Sky High. Does that count? No. Damn it! <laughs> All right, so um, sci-fi's number one movie, comic book movie. What do you think it is? Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. There we go. That's it, guys. See, told you. I fucking told you. It's on the everyone. Dark Knight, and it's nope. a kind of a let, let down that that like. Okay, so this is a list of number ten. So those were the top five. So number six okay. is Logan. Seven is okay. Iron Man. Eight is Wonder Woman. Um, nine, nine is uh, nine is Superman two, the Richard Donner cut. Wow, so, fuck. Okay, the Richard Donner I, cut. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, that makes sense. I did not know that there was three cuts of that movie. Yeah. Did you know that? I have. All I three. just found that out. I just found that out. There's the what? There's the original director mm-hmm. who did Superman two. I don't remember his name. Then Richard Donner came in. Yep. And did his cut, and then yep. somebody took seen the best scenes in their opinion their best scenes from both cuts and cut the movie together that way which i've heard that's the way to watch it okay <clears throat> um i would argue the richard donner way is the way to watch it because richard donner understood what he was making and did a great job but at the same time 
directors always do suffer from sequelitis, so probably the best of one, the third one, is probably the way to watch yeah. it, I would imagine. So, yeah. All right. And then number <laughs> 10 on their list was Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, which actually was pretty a decent I'd give movie. You that. It was definitely better than the first one. Oh, yeah. Um, Visually, too, that thing was, like, yeah. a masterpiece. And that had Guillermo del Toro all over it, baby. Yeah. Like, that's why. The twins. <laughs> all right, guys, but um, that's... um. It's fucked up. Some of those movies should have been up way farther. Yeah. Black, fuck you, Black Panther. Get, <laughs> get, get the fuck out of here. But that's uh, sci-fi's, sci-Fi's top ten movies, and then you heard mine and John's each top five, which is ten together, too. Do you want to just... Uh, just since this is probably part two mm-hmm. of, of, of maybe part two, two maybe part one part three <laughs> um, do you want to go down your list one more time just just to um, recap yeah so the recap uh my top five um because we took out the dark knight from our yeah mine and john's personal sets which um, thank you by the way your website completely validated my reason for doing that <laughs> by the way sci-fi <laughs> Um, so number five would be Tank Girl, nineteen ninety five. Number four is Spawn, nineteen ninety seven. Number three is The Crow, nineteen ninety four. Number two is Blade, nineteen ninety eight. And number one was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, nineteen ninety. The Jim Henson Ninja Turtles guys. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, yep, and and I'm growing on your number one. The more we speak. <laughs> All right. Um, and you want to go over your five la- one more time yeah, real quick? Really? <clears throat> and to preface again, my number one and two, I think, are very accurate, mostly for the time. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think my last three don't really need to be put in a particular order. I think they're all three, four, and five is essentially they could interchange themselves at any time. Right. Um, so number one, Avengers one. It's fucking great. Uh, number two. Into the Spider-Verse. Go see it. I'll always talk to you about it. It's amazing. Um, Number three was Thor. I love Thor. World building for the most part. Uh, Number four is Batman and Robin. Uh, And my fifth one was X-Men Origins. Boom. Yeah. So there you go. Telling you. Go watch those movies, man. I think... I think you'll go back and, like I said, it, no, knowing it, what it is and, like, knowing what's coming should soften the blow of the shitty parts. Mm-hmm. Go in there and try and enjoy the good parts, the parts that they did well. Because I promise you, they did a lot more things well than they did bad. Right. I promise you. It's just the things that they did bad, they did so bad that people can just not get over it. Like, you have Batman and Robin. The bat, the bat credit card is pretty fucking atrocious. <laughs> it's pretty fucking bad. But everything else is pretty good. Bane, the fucking with Bane is a little fucked up. Hey, you don't have to say but anything. I put Tank Girl on mine. Ice yeah. T as a fucking kangaroo gangster dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay, basically, so- basically, Tank Girl, if you guys don't know, is like Ninja Turtles, but with kangaroos. And Tank Girl is like fucking April, but a lot cooler. There you go. There you go. Sold. I'm fucking sold. <laughs> fucking fucking six-year-old me, get me two tickets. Two tickets to the show, please. And then she wears this, like, fucking bra that's, like, these two giant missiles and shit. Fucking, you yeah, the Madonna bra. Yeah. Madonna joke. That was great. Yeah, remember that? Remember that old hag? <laughs> I mean, that, that fantastic art artist. 
Oh man, um, it took everything out of me not to put uh, Punisher Warzone on my list though. Fuck you. That movie is that movie is pretty. That shit is bananas. That shit's <laughs> that awesome movie, though. Like that movie is fucking bananas, dude. <laughs> uh, it's great though. It is really good. I. God, it's so fucking terrible in such a great way. Yeah, I can see it. And then the segue would, from that, I just finished Punisher season two on Netflix. Fucking right, doggy. That's some good cake. Fucking Judge Dread. Those are comic book. Judge movies. Dread. Judge Dread and Dread. Well, thank you. Two for separate movies, hairs. guys. We need splitting. Just need splitting. to say, because then yes, people I know. will be Carl like, or, I, I understand that Carl Urban is not Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> don't worry, Michael. I think, and I think I don't give credit to the audience very often, but I will give them the benefit of the doubt on that one. I'm trying to I'm trying to think. So why'd you put the soul patch on the top of your head? Soul patch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, my hair has been like a foot long for the longest time, so I just decided to finally. I know you were this so. This is the shortest so, I've cut it in five years. You were so beach bummy, man. I know. Every, everyone misses. Everyone misses your fake stoner persona. Fake stoner persona, dude. Yeah. My freaking. I have the cough still. I still have a goddamn cold. You got smoker's cough? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. I'm never going to get uh, get past the stoner voice, guys, so um, get used no, to I'm, it. If, dude, I if Kevin I Smith can talk his yeah. ass off for five hours and we all listen to it, yep. y'all can deal with listening to me for two hours, yeah. an hour, or whatever. As, as you lulled me to sleep. <laughs> um, fucking, no, kudos to you for making that choice because it's fucking Florida, bro. It is too hot down there for long hair. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. Fuck that. That was the fucking day... I cut my hair. It was like almost 90 degrees here. Yeah. And I was just sweating my ass. I was like, just cut it. I put my hand through my hair and I was like, cut it right here. And she cut it. And then uh, the next day it dropped down to like 50. I was like, motherfucker. Fuck. <laughs> I need my hair back. Yeah, I'm bald, baby. That's so, just, that's how I roll. So then I started wearing my uh, my fun unicorn hat, which if you want to see it, yeah, there's pictures that. on Instagram at Mike Shrews. Oh my God! Shameless plug. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. We Mike Shrews do spelled M Y K E S H R E W S. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can I can almost I can almost see the brown on your own nose. That but that's like you're brown nosing yourself. You're shoving your head up your own ass. <laughs> yes, yes I am. <laughs> I'm proud of you. <laughs> Okay, so we got through our lists. I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah, no fighting. It took a lot longer uh, than I thought it was. I thought we'd be like through it, but we keep you, talking have, about that shit. So I was, I was gonna say, have you fucking, have you been on a podcast with me yet, <laughs> dude? I can't stay on topic for more than two seconds. We like, actually stayed kid. on topic pretty damn well. I mean, everything yeah. worked its way, you know. Yeah. Appropriately. Here we are patting our. This is the patting ourselves on the back portion. Of yes. The All right, guys. That's it for this episode of Operation Babble. We hope you enjoyed listening to John's top five. Thank you, and we'll catch your ears later. Boom.